that joy God the joy that can only come from you that comes beyond that goes beyond circumstances Lord God we thank you for that holy beautiful night that you sent your son Jesus Christ to be wrapped in flesh still 100% God and 100% human Lord to endure all of the pain and all the temptations that we go through and yet still to live a perfect life so that you could be a perfect sacrifice on the cross for us. To redeem us, to be able to call us your children, Lord. God, you are so good. It's because of that that we sing tonight. We lift you up on this Christmas Eve. In your name we pray. Amen.
Till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious
God, we thank you. We thank you, Jesus, that you did, you did more than we could ever hope, that you fulfilled scripture, you fulfilled prophecy, and that you're the king, and that you busted through everything, everything that, that would potentially try to stop you, all of the powers of hell, you broke through, and you took on human flesh for us. And we're amazed by that. God, we thank you. We thank you so much. In the name of Jesus. We're going to do um, a special. In fact, why don't you, you can be seated if you like. Probably have you stand later. But uh, we're going we're gonna to do a little special for you tonight. Um, it's, uh, some, some of you may have, have heard different versions of this or something. Um, there's a lot of different versions out there. Trans-Siberian Orchestra does a version of this. We're doing the uh, version from um, Lincoln Brewster, and uh, it's called Miraculum. Pretty excited about this.
I don't care who you are, that's pretty good right there. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, <clears throat> so, I didn't want to say anything about Zach before the song, because he wouldn't have been able to do that. But uh, <clears throat> that is, that's absolutely amazing is what we've seen in his guitar skills over the last few years. But for me, as the pastor, I'm much more interested in what I've been seeing God do with him and in his mind and his spirit and his life with his family. Um, this, I, I was about to say kid, but he's not a kid anymore. But uh, this guy has really grown in God. I mean, just really grown in God. And, uh, and we're absolutely um, proud of him and then uh, amazed by the guitaring thing, too. So, so let's give him one more exiting applause. things. Hello, Lord. It's one of the most amazing things that there is. And <clears throat> this is why I, I always pick on some of the stuff with the uh, Christmas story, because um, you, don't, you don't have to add to the Christmas story. You don't have to do stuff. You don't have to change it. It is, it is amazingly supernatural just as it is. There, is. there is nothing. You take any of the stories in Scripture, any of the stories in the Old Testament, uh, New Testament, whatever, Christmas is the biggest one. I, I said this Sunday, and I, and I still just, I just know this. Down in my spirit, I just know this. While right now for us on the earth, the cross is the most important thing that can happen to us. Jesus died on the cross, being resurrected is the most important thing that can happen to us, for us, from Jesus, because that, um, Jesus grants us access to relationship with God, grants us access to eternity, but I still believe that the greatest miracle, now I think we're going to have to be in heaven a few hundred thousand years to figure this one out, but I think when we look back, we're going to realize that the incarnation, Jesus taking on human flesh, God himself limiting himself to human flesh is going to be the greatest miracle that we could ever possibly imagine. But I think we've got to get into the presence of Jesus and see the grandeur of who he is, the trueness of who he is, the, the, the majesty of who he is, the transcendence of who he is. To, to understand the significance of the imminence, the, the, the significance of being close to us and being in human flesh. So we're just going to take one little piece out of the, um, of the story, the uh, shepherds. Luke chapter 2, verse 8. <clears throat> that night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly the angel of the Lord appeared among them, and in the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded him. They were terrified, but the angel reassured, reassured them, don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. It, it's, it's, we've got to make sure that we see the significance of Jesus showing himself 
to the very lowest of low in societal um, focus. That, that socially these guys were, you couldn't get worse. Um, we don't really have this kind of thinking um, in American society. I mean, the closest we could get, and I don't even think this applies, would be maybe like homeless people or something. And, and that's only, by the way, society might see them in a general sense, not how people see them in a real sense. But the idea that these were the, these were the leftovers, these were the outcasts, these people had a job, they just went out, shepherds, that's all they did was hang out with sheep. And we're going to see a little bit of that in the video coming up. <clears throat> he says, the Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You'll find a baby, baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly the angels were joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven, peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. I, 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 I love this part for a bunch of reasons, but let me, let me look at just a few of them. One is, as a musician, I would really like to have heard their vocals, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you like to have heard how they did harmonies? There's a, there's a potential that they added harmonies that we don't know. Prove me wrong. Just the voices, the singing, the, the majesticness of the moment, the supernaturalness of the moment. And these were, these were a handful of shepherds. These are a handful of guys taking care of sheep. And, and we see where other people in Scripture were talked to by an angel, just like these guys talked to by an angel. Even Mary talked to by an angel. But these guys were talked to by an angel and then sung to by heaven's choir. And they're the only group that got this. They're the only group that got anything like this. This is, this is just amazing to me. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about, which I still agree is the best thing they could have done at that moment. Right? Think of any other option. Not a good option. Finish, finish their coffee. The angels of heaven just spoke. This is the right thing to do. They hurried to the village. By, by the way, the reason I'm saying that is because I really believe that if, 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 we, if we let the Holy Spirit stir in our hearts, we can get to a point where we're saying, Lord, I want to see you. I need to be where you are. I don't, I don't want to just hear about you. I think that's what we do in church a lot. And I don't think that's bad because I think that's what church is supposed to be about. We're supposed to declare who Jesus is. He's the king of everything. He's the holy one. He's the righteous one. He is our Lord and Savior. He is the everything. But there has to come a moment in all of our Christian walk where it goes from being talked to to I need to see him for myself. I need to get in. I need to know him. I need to know his presence. I need to know his, the, the, the warmth of his love. I need to know all of this stuff where I can sense him personally. And they did this. They hurried to the village, and they found Mary and Joseph. And there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. <clears throat> Somebody had said a week and a week and a half ago or something, um, I think we were, it was during a Wednesday night service, and we were talking about the chosen. I thought, this is, we're going to do this a little different tonight. I want to show you a video clip from the chosen. Now, if you don't know what the chosen is, you need to know, and this is, uh, um, this is just a little video to help you to want to see more of it. 
You, you need to go online and you need to watch The Chosen from start to finish. And this is, this is a little excerpt from the Christmas special. The Christmas special is a full-length movie. Um, if you look it up, there's a trailer too. Don't get caught up in that one. The, uh, go to the full-length movie. But The Chosen is, in my opinion, one of the best produced, best told stories of the life of Christ that they do in a series like, like, a, uh, like Amazon, Prime, Netflix, uh, Hulu, that kind of stuff. They do it in series. So you can watch a little bit at a time. Well, we're going to take a little excerpt just of the shepherds. You're going to see one shepherd kind of isolated, the younger one. The reason that he's isolated is right before this, he goes to the priest and he tries to go to a church service and he tries to give his, um, the priest his sacrifice of the lamb. But his lamb had a blemish on it and the priest kicked him out, called him scum and all this stuff and told him if he got a good lamb, he could come back. If he found a perfect lamb, he could come back. But really ridiculed this man. The, you know, kind of the opposite of how we're supposed to treat people. And the uh, priest is the one who had done this. And we're coming in right after they've left the priest, and they're going back out to the field. Go ahead. shall call his name Emmanuel. 
so beautiful. We must tell someone. We must tell everyone. We must tell everyone. Everyone. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We've waited for this for so long. So long. He's on. He's on. He's on. Oh, it's okay. What were you naming? Jesus. We will name him Jesus. Let's go. People must know. People must know. People must know. shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. I told you not to come back here. So where is it? Have you found a spotless lamb for sacrifice? I don't know if... I don't know if one of the shepherds actually got to hold Jesus. Wouldn't you like to have been there to, to do that? And, and now some of you, you know, you like to hold babies more than others. But wouldn't you like to have hold Jesus when he was a day old, a week old? I don't, I don't know if uh, I have the ability. Obviously, I couldn't go back and do that. Nobody else could. I don't know if the shepherd actually did have the moment, but I do know this. And this is, this is why I love this little part of the video is because they keep saying, this, this, this story must be told. We must tell people. We've got to let people know. We've got to, to, this story has got to get out. As if we take everything, everything that's happening in our world and our society right now, if they could just see Jesus, 
If they could just really know Jesus, strongholds would be broken. Physical, political, uh, financial, health, strongholds would be broken. Walls would be torn down. If people could just see Jesus. And I don't think that's cliche. I, I really believe that. If they could just get a glimpse of the true Jesus, who he is, how much he loves them, everything would come crashing down. And I, and I think when everything settled, we would be kneeling before the king. That's how simple that is. Romans chapter 10, verse 13. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. That's you. That's me. That's my kids, my grandkids. That's my neighbors. That's my coworkers. Specifically my coworkers. <laughs> everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. We need that, right? Every one of us need that. But how can they call on him unless they... Uh, to save them unless they believe in him? How can they believe in him if they've never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? This is why the scriptures say, how beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring good news. Your feet are blessed because you're messengers of the king. My feet are blessed because I'm a messenger of the king. Let's not waste the opportunity. This Christmas, specifically, Tomorrow, the next few days, you're going to have chances. Pray with somebody. Talk to that family member. Talk to that friend. Run next door to the neighbor and tell them that, you, that you're praying for them, that you care about them. Take them something. It's less awkward that way. Take them food, cookies, something. But let somebody know this story must be told. This story must be told. So we're going to do a couple of things now. Um, <clears throat> we're going to end by singing... Together, Silent Night, but we're going to listen to a uh, special of Silent Night first, right? Now, here's what we're going to do. As they begin playing, um, we're going we're gonna to turn off all the lights, and you're going to stand. I think it would be best safety-wise if you stood. Um, in fact, why don't you go do that now, because I'm a fa safety first conscious kind of guy. So... Krista over here is going to light one candle, and you guys are going to pass the lighting of the candle from one person to another. If you possibly can, try to keep your candles sort of level. Um, it's going to save people around here a lot of time and energy if you do that. But uh, we really do want this. We want, we want this moment. We want ourselves, our own lives. We want it to be about Jesus. And so while they're doing this, if you are saying, I don't know Jesus personally, I'm not serving Jesus. I need to serve him, but I'm not. Guys, just pray. Just talk to the Lord while we're doing this. Just talk to the Lord and ask him, Jesus, I want you to be in charge of me. I want you to be in charge of my life.
So, why don't you bow your heads just for a second or two. Think of some of the things that you know Jesus has done for you. Ways that he's taken care of you, provided for you. Even this, this last crazy year, Jesus is pretty big. Some pretty amazing miracles that I've heard that he's done. Think about your family. Think about the opportunities that you have to love Jesus, not just from you, but as a group. That This can be part of something that you do with children and friends that you focus on in who Jesus is. Lord, we thank you so much. We thank you so much for how much you love us. And Jesus, you did all of this because you love us. We're amazed by that. That you take care of us because you love us. That you provide for us because you love us. We're amazed by that. Jesus, the Christmas story is because you love us. We thank you for that. So Lord, bless every one of us here tonight. Bless us with your presence. More than anything else, with your presence. And Lord, if there's still somebody in this room that doesn't know you, not serving you, not submitted to you, Lord, grab onto their heart and let them know how much you love them, how big you are, and how much you can take care of them. And we thank you for that. So Lord, help us to go from here full of your grace and your mercy, full of boldness to tell somebody else about you. Lord, full of compassion for our world, our United States, our state. Lord, in desire to pray and seek you above everything else. We thank you for all of this. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. So if you would, blow your candle out. And I think the best bet is to, after it cools, leave it sitting on your seat. And I think it'll be easier for us to take care of it from there, okay? So we have stuff out in the uh, foyer. We have wassail, because I mentioned that Sunday and I got a craving. So we have wassail, we have hot chocolate, cookies, things like that. So uh, be sure before you leave, wander around, say hello to a few people, tell a few people Merry Christmas, and uh, we will see you Sunday morning. Spread.